Welcome to Otherland Dreams, where we are consummate professionals as we start off late. Thanks to some technical <laughs> difficulties, Spirit wanted us to start late apparently and, today. And they may not have even been technical difficulties. No, Spirit's in the room. I'm not it's certain. It's been messing with me since I walked in. Well, it's been messing with me since before I walked in, when I was outside, actually. You're, um, you're off the hook, EK. That's why your <laughs> plates are spinning and you don't have your hands on the poles. It's just a hot mess. <laughs> Anyway, you're listening to Otherland Dreams. I am Lady Stars and Fire, and I'm here with Hill Heavy. Hello! <laughs> so, how are you doing? I'm doing, well, do we want the honest answer, or do we want the radio answer? Well, so the radio answer is, I'm doing just fine, Lady Stars and Fire. How are you? The real answer is, I'm a little sore. Why are you sore? I just I had the weirdest thing happen this morning. Like, right before my alarm went off, I was woken from a dead slumber and mind you i was having a bout of insomnia which i have to battle from time to time where i couldn't sleep couldn't sleep couldn't sleep so i knew when i went to sleep i was sleeping hard and i was my alarm was going to have a was going to have a mission (laughs) sorry it was just a facial expression you made when you did it go ahead i know i know (laughs) my face is half the beauty of me (laughs) (laughs) but Right before my alarm goes off, I'm awoken by this horrific pain in my right calf. It was just this muscle cramp that I've never experienced in my entire life. Now, I was a competitive swimmer for many, many, many years. I've never experienced a muscle cramp like this in my calf. And usually in the calves is where swimmers would get their <coughs> their cramps. This one was so bad, I almost came out of the hammock. It just hit me. It was... I threw that leg down, almost fell out, got the foot on the floor, stretched that thing out. I'm like, okay, alarm went off. I said, fuck you. Shame on you. God, okay. My calf still, to this minute, hurts. That muscle tightened up so much, and it's been 16 hours now. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, I've never experienced a muscle cramp like that in my life. At least you didn't wake up, fall out of the hammock, and land on your face and, you know, more shit. That might have been better. <laughs> it might have been better as long as I didn't land on my nose. <laughs> I think I'd have been okay. <laughs> but then again, you know, the nose might have, if I'd have fell out head first, the nose might have landed. Most of me might have still been in the hammock. So it might that might have worked out. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. So anyway, today, me and my girlfriend, Christina, went down to the river and I got gifted Another staff. All right. Yay. Another walking staff, or what type of staff are we talking about? A walking staff. Okay. What would? Actually, I'm going to have to bring it to you. I don't want to play with your wood. You're going (laughs) to. Because I'm not positive exactly what it is. In fact, I started to bring it over here, and I was like, no. Because 
I've already got crystals that ready. I need to have glued into it. I mean, it was it's it's already working perfectly, and I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'll go buy my own glue instead of come over here and start bugging him. Why? I've got that bottle could literally last me ten years. I would rather wait until Sunday when I hang out with you and do it instead of leave it over here all week. Oh, you don't want me to taint it with my energy? Is that it? Yeah, I want my energy. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. It's mine. (laughs) But, um. This is my bubble. This is my bubble, and I want it to be mine. It's my baby. I get it. But anyway, so I had a very good time down at the river. Got very good. I've been with Spirit all week. They've been knocking me out and exhausting me. And. That's what I was saying, like, right when we started and stuff, is right before I walked in here tonight, I'm walking through the yard, and my bells are making their normal noise, and right when I got to the step, I says, oh, you're God standing in the corner, and then my whole bells took a shift. Say that again? I was walking through the yard. Mm-hmm. It, that's why when you came outside, I was standing in the middle of the yard, just... Trying to figure out what I was feeling. I don't try to figure out what you do. Uh, what? <laughs> and... Right about the time I got to the door, I had saw your guide, and it was no big deal. So, because I, I see your guide often, and uh, Bear's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden, my bells took a shift in tone, and you came out, and what what we were talking about is its own thing. Right. But I was like, hmm, and then I came in here, and I was like, hmm, and I was like, all right, hmm. So, I'm being knocked down by spirit this week, but it's all good, apparently. You get knocked down, but you get up again. They ain't ever going to keep you down. You right. get knocked down, but your bells ring again. Yeah, but when they take a shift in their tone, I pay a- attention. I saw you watching. I was like, I'm doing it very gently. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I was trying to ad-lib another line based on the the tone shifting, and yeah, I got nothing. Okay. Anyway. So today, we were going to talk about uh, chakras and, you know, just a little bit of everything about the chakras. I've come to realize, and when I do the show, like, I on purpose, I kind of give myself way too much info, and so I could kind of just go everywhere. So And, and I've re- I'm realizing when we do the show, I'm giving a, a good amount of stuff, but I'm not deeply going seriously into detail. And I want to make sure that the listeners are aware that I don't fully go into detail and depths about everything. For one, because we only have an hour show. And for two, me and he'll help you just start bullshitting and things shift and change. So I never mean... To, you know, not get into stuff that might be important to you. But at the same time, give me a break. It's only an hour show. There's only so much I can pull in in one hour. Right. Okay. And with that being said, like I said. Um, with that being said, if you would like more information, please go to www.ladystarsandfire.com and book a personal reading and or shamanic healing or uh, tarot reading, rune reading. I'm not entirely sure what all she offers. <laughs> I do not keep up on her repertoire. She's well-versed and more than capable of handling your needs. Plus, I have a lot of free information there that might be helpful for you, too, just in general, that you could look up that could, <coughs> excuse me, uh, help you in general for whatever situations you might be going through. Well, you got that, too. I was trying to get them to pay you, but okay. 
Yes, I, I'm I'm happy with that, but at the same time, sometimes there's just, I get a lot of times where people just, and I'm happy to help anybody whenever I can, but I'm only one person at the same time, so I, I have no problem passing forth guidance if I have it, or information if I have it, if it's given to me for free, I always tell everybody, if it's given to me for free, I'm going to be happy to give it to you for free, you know? It takes a village. But at the same time, I'm not going to do all your homework for you. If you just have a bunch of questions and you want some information, I have information there. You can now do your own homework. I gave it to you, made it easier on you. So with that being said, we're back to what the show is about. We're going to talk about chakras tonight. And chakras, chakras, chakras. And we're basically going over your typical original, the, the what most people see. There's so many chakras in the body that... There's more than I'm ever going to be able to fully go over or completely understand totally. But I'm going to go over, you know, the chakras that typically everybody's talking about, that which are in the base of who you are. Um, run up your torso, more or less, all the way up to your crown from your root. Um, and I want, I want to go over a little bit of information on that as well as, you know, opening them and having blockages and what some of the symptoms may be and how to help you get them open crystals and so forth even herbs <clears throat> so i'm going to be a little bit all over the board but it's all going to be about um the chakras i mean if we even have time the, even the planets relate to the chakras which have to do with when things move um, when the planets move, because it can affect how your body is, <laughs> what what goes on in your body, and changing in changing those blockages or opening them or making them even overactive. With that being said, though, what are chakras? What are chakras? Basically, they are energy centers and spiritual energy centers of spiritual power within the human body, which have. Technically, your seven chakras are what everybody looks at. Um, and as you go over them, they start with your root chakra. The red one. The red one. I'm trying to get to my little thing here. Um, but first off, there are steps that you might want to know before you even start getting into chakras. Because if you don't know, I, I have people all the time who come to me and they don't know anything about chakras. They're like, what? You know, and... So if you're starting to get into them and understand them and bring the healing into your own life, first off, before you get into all the additional crazy stuff that you don't understand yet, first, you know, just get some knowledge about learning what your chakras are. Get to the root yeah. of your root chakra. <laughs> See what I did there? Smart ass. But yes, Puns. take some time. Huh? Puns. Mm-hmm. Take some time, learn, do some, uh, do some reading um, to figure out what chakras it is that you think you need help with, you know, where it is that you need to focus on, identifying where it is that it is you might possibly need that help, understanding what those chakras are, what they're about, and what they do. Um, you can always take a chakra test. You might go to other healers who can help under, who can help you understand them as well as finding where your blockages are but if you can find your own and start to help bring the healing in it's always better because when you get to the root of something it heals much deeper of course and don't worry there is no pass or fail in the chakra tests right exactly it's more of the chakra tests are more of 
which one is more overactive versus underactive? And if it's underactive or overactive, that's still because <clears throat> the natural flow of energy isn't flowing quite properly. And an overactive chakra is only overacting simply because of the ones that are blocked. So it has to, you know, take on the extra energy so that it can help work through your system. However, when you go from one that's blocked to one that's overactive, this is also where the illnesses typically pop up. Uh, that tends to be an overactive root chakra. Not, well, see, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having a conversation with spirit. Um, it can and it can't. See, now, people who follow me have heard me say a million times, and this is wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway because that's who I am. I don't set my chakras in this dimension, which is why I have a problem with grounding. You're right. You're wrong. I am wrong. I know I'm wrong. And... It's a situation that I'm going through with my own spirit. I mean, I that, that's also because that's a problem I have with connecting with the earth because I'd rather be in the higher dimensions. I'll be the first one to admit that. I admit that I do it wrong. But you're forgetting your mother. <laughs> I'm not forgetting my mother. I love her to death. Mother, and I know earth. Mother earth. I love her to death, but... Gaia, Panchamama, whatever you want to call her. That's how you connect with her is grounding. No, I can't. I connect with her through the tree of life. Which is grounded. And if you're not grounding, your tree has no roots. Or the roots are floating in the air. And they're not grounded to poncho mama. Poor mama. Poor mama. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just looking at him as he's sitting there talking this shit to me, more or less. Um, but for me, I tend to set them on a higher dimension. Because of my spiritual path, mm -hmm. but that does bring me problems mm -hmm. because it keeps me from being grounded well. And Hill Hippie is constantly yelling at me for that. So I am telling you right off the bat what you should be doing, even though I will admit I don't always follow the right rules and do everything right myself. Hey, you know, I don't go up enough. I, I tend to be rooted strongly. So, you know... Two ends of the same coin. Don't be like her. Don't be like me. Find your balance. Exactly. You got to find what's best for you. And at least if you're, what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is, at least if you're like me and you know that you're doing something wrong, you've got to admit to yourself that you are doing it incorrectly, because the the fighting the battle starts there, helping yourself. I mean, I may still do it wrong for what I view as the right reasons, but. I have to be aware that it's, I have to come back and work on that grounding, basically, because uh, it relates to earth, it relates to the solid earth of things, it relates to the body, the health, your survival, your uh, existence itself. It is the connection and the flow of the earth and the earth to you and your physical plane. That is exactly where my problem is. I don't like the physical plane. I like to stay above it where I think things are nicer. I have a problem with my manifestation because of that very same reason. Because I do really great at manifestation until I have to bring it to the physical world because I don't ground. I have that issue. Mm. 
You see what I'm saying? So, and I'm aware of that, and I know when I have to shift it. But this is, I'm saying it in this way because I want the listeners to realize they need to be aware of the lies that they do tell themselves as well, because if they don't, then they will have more problems. But, um, you want, uh, one way that will help you with getting, um, them open for one is breathing exercises, meditation exercises. Um, yes, the self healing and the hands. If you if you have the uh, if you have healing hands, if you've learned anything about them, if you have not learned anything about your healing hands yet, then I would suggest you actually do more work before you try to do work on yourself or on anybody else, because. Until you understand how that energy works, you may actually be causing yourself more problems than helping. Hey, that's not where the healing hands go, listener. <laughs> but you can have um, blocked energies can cause difficulty with sleeping. It can cause um, it can uh, cause depression. It can cause mood swings. It can cause uh, trouble with your communication difficulty. Um, communicating with others as well as your own communication with yourself and you tend to feel stuck in general there is meditations like I said that you can look up on, of all different forms that will help you open them how do you pronounce that word? mudras okay there are two different forms of mudras more or less. Um, one is the word that goes with each chakra. And I actually don't have them in front of me because they're over several different pages of information. But when you do your meditation, if you are saying the word that has to do with the chakras or if you go through them individually, it also is said to help open the chakras because of the vibrational tone that comes from your mouth as you are saying them. It's a humming sound, more or less. Um, but then there's also the hand symbols, and I'm not even going to try to explain that while we're on the air. You can look them up, though, and find out what the mudras are for each chakra, and it will tell you while you're trying to meditate or different ways of meditation, you know, like different ways of sitting or laying down. I'm sorry, it's mudras. 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 There's different ways of using them. And to help with specific chakras. So the hand gesture, more or less, is to help with that as well as the sounds. So there's one that is more cleansing than the other, and that would be the sounds um, as you were trying to go through that. Then understand... Now, what type of sounds are we talking about here? Uh, crap, hold on. I have... Uh, I, it, uh, mm -mm, let me find... Those aren't the sounds. No, I know. I'm trying to find one of the pages that... because. Off the top of my head, uh, like, one is lam. Lam. There's specific sounds that go with each one. Yeah, what's the frequency in hertz tone? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I, one's vam. They have to do with each chakra. Vam. Um, you can look it up. They are there. Ram. Already working on it. I figured this Continue. Um, now go back to where I was. But, um, so anyway, you have your typical chakras, and I'm going to explain what they are because I had wrote it all down on my thing, and as I walked out the door, Spirit was like, no, you will grab the book. 
So again, your root chakra speaks to you of your base, your root. It is your gateway to earth. It is the foundation of the system of all energy chakras, and they must be rooted off of that chakra. That is the stability, more or less. And without the stability, that's when you start coming into other problems, which I will get back to after I go over what the chakra is. Relates, again, to earth and the solid earthing of things, the body, the health, the survival, your existence. And it is the flow of energy from you, from, from the physical plane to you. It is the root. It deals with your survival instincts and how you are within that area of survival. Do you feel safe? Do you trust more? Do you fear less? This is what it's really coming down to being about. Are you centered and are you grounded? Then as you move into the second chakra, which is the orange one, which is the sacral chakra, mm -hmm. it is your yin, your yang, your balance. And its binary carrier frequency is 303 hertz, while its isochronic carrier frequency is 606 hertz, uh, both having a pulse frequency of 9 hertz. That, that's, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because now I understand spirit and conversation I was having earlier today. Anyway, um, it, the sacral chakra is, thank you for that. Um, sorry, it was the yin and the yang, the <laughs> balance. That sound very sincere. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I am thankful for that. It's just, you know, me and, me and Dragon tend to fight a lot about this kind of stuff because, you know, he's right and I don't like that I'm wrong. Fair enough. <laughs> Conscious sexuality and sensuality is what the sacral chakra is about. It is your relationships with people and your uh, procreation. It is the energy storage. What? I can't read my own handwriting. It is the energy storage and it pumps to the brain from and up the back. <gasps> Okay, so we're talking about the chakra that's located between the navel and the lower abdomen. And you just used the phrase pumping. <laughs> that's what I wrote. <laughs> so apparently I was thinking something else when I was writing. Apparently so. <laughs> it keeps you it keeps you young, vibrant, and nourished. <laughs> <laughs> It relates to issues oh. of power, financial, <laughs> sexual. <laughs> you take your dirty mind right out of it. It relates to situations of power, financial, sexual, and social power. It is an important uh, say it is your sacral chakra is important because it deals with your creativity, it deals with your passion, it deals with your enthusiasm, but it speaks to you of your feelings and your emotions. What <laughs> you say, take my mind out of the gutter, but everything you're saying just agrees with what I'm getting at. I know, but what do you expect? It's that chakra, <laughs> yeah. So that, that's the gutter chakra, y'all. Well, surrender to it. Yeah. That's a message for you. Why am I... Huh? Did I just turn you down? Hello, hello? I can hear you. You can hear me? I was writing. I showed him at the bottom of the page what I have written. Yeah, you turned me down. And, and it says, surrender to it. So it's like, yeah. surrender, <laughs> shut up. Shut up, surrender. I'm right. All right. Anyway, let's move on. It's your gutter chakra, y'all. Let's get let's associate it with the new name. It's the gutter chakra. 
<laughs> get your head out of the gutter or keep it there. Yeah, it depends on what you need. Mm-hmm. Okay. The third chakra is your solar plexus. It is life. It is past life. It is present. It is family. It is friends and your foes. Its binary carrier frequency is 182 hertz and has an isochronic carrier frequency of 364 hertz. Both tones have a pulse of 10 hertz. See, and you can get um, singing bowls that will help you with this, too. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm bringing these hertz up. That's why I asked you what the tones were. I know. I don't. I mean, I didn't know it off the top of my head, but I mean, somebody else who's listening is not going to connect that. A lot of people will connect that, but somebody else is not. And that's why I'm saying you can, if, if you know this is an area that you need work in, you may want to go find a singing bowl if you could keep it singing long enough to actually do work with it. And there's that, and they do have videos on YouTube that yeah. will also create those uh, tones for you. Yeah, and they're they, not, they can work. They can work. They can work. They're not as good as actual having the tones created in person, but they can work. Yes, they can work and they can be helpful because even I've used them and sometimes they've been very helpful for me. Okay, um, so anyway, we're talking about the solar plexus. It is life, past life, present, family, friends, foes. It is... Hmm. It is wanting to see them happy. It's the sound... What? It's about letting go of the pain. Letting go of the pain so that you can find the power to move on. It is taking back your power and releasing of what was holding you back is what the sacral chakra really was about. Personal power and the right to think. Yes, it embodies your balance. It embodies your power and your illumination. Intellect, self-confidence, uh... some people would say ego power, but I'm not a big fan of ego. Well, it, it just depends on how you use ego. You can use ego well to a proper point and then stop it. That I mean, and I don't even mean it as ego. It's you have to love yourself some. Right. I mean, there's a difference between loving yourself and being a narcissist. Right. So you but have most to have a little pe- bit but, of ego to get you there. Yeah, but that's the thing. The common. A definition. I, I'm pretty sure that's the wrong term there, but the we're gonna say the the common definition of ego tends to go in that particular direction, not the one that you and I are referencing here. But chakra, this chakra also definitely deals directly with the ego as well. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. But ego power, but you know. Not the narcissistic style of ego, because let's face it, a lot of people associate the word ego with somebody who's overconfident, or as I like to use the phrase, which is completely inaccurate, and nowhere, nowhere near in the English language, overcocketed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never heard that one before, but all right. <laughs> I'm a girl, maybe. It's just a guy thing. I don't know. Yeah, there, there is a similar phrase that also starts with a C, but I'm not going to use that one. Okay, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So. You can ask Sandor Conglain about uh, Sandor Clegane about that word. No, you don't need to go there. It's it's much nicer if we don't. <laughs> All right, but yes, it does deal with ego. It's it's dealing with ego, and and I agree completely with what you're saying because. There, I say when I do the videos each week, there's a very fine line between 
where ego is still working soulfully for you and where it trips into going into ego and working against you and starting to slowly turn towards the narcissistic side of things. But the third chakra, the solar plexus, is about learning to trust your gut. It's about how you manifest what happens to you here in this world at this time. It is having that power to be able to manifest. But again, it takes you right back to that root chakra. If you have fear and anxieties and insecurities that are going to keep you from standing in your power, then it's going to bring a, bring a pro problem to that manifestation of now. Being able to be a receiver. Basically, with this, is the more you love, the more you will be loved. You know, and some people still have issues with that, getting past that so that they can, you know, move forward. There's a healing there that has to happen. And that's typically what has to do with the blockages or the overactive energies. But it's also deals with anger and frustration that's collected within the chakras, which is your raw energy. It, this, this is your life force energy in a form because it's your power. It's your powerhouse, more or less. Mm -hmm. um, but it will affect the digestive system, and if you're courageous or if if you're courageous or not, or if you're feeling like you're whole or not, and if you're able to stand in your power or not, I will get into it deeper when I go into some of the health situations that are behind it. But I'm just kind of covering the chakras right now. Right. Then there's the heart, which rules your. Perception of love and compassion, which understand there's a difference. The chakra we were just talking about, the more you love, the more you will be loved. This is how you perceive love. Mm -hmm. There is a difference. And the heart chakra is associated with the color green. Its binaural uh, beat carrier frequency is 128 hertz, and the isochronic uh, tone carrier frequency is 256 hertz. Both share a pulse frequency of 10.5 hertz. <laughs> okay. Science. No, and I'm completely down with it. That's why I was saying what I said earlier about me and Dragon, because I was getting the tones, but I didn't put it into the show, which apparently they knew I wasn't going to, so that was fine, because you were going to do it anyway, so ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I find it hilarious. As you're doing this, you're looking up, and you got this fuck you look on your face, and you're scratching your chin with your middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've been upset with my dragon lately. <laughs> I love my dragon, and we really have a good relationship, but that does not mean that I just do as I'm told. That's that. <laughs> and we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> Back to the heart chakra. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, it is your perception of love and compassion. It governs your ability to receive love. From others. So basically, if your solar plexus is having a problem, most likely so is your heart. Mm -hmm. Okay? It is uh, responsive to the emotions, to harnessing the highest of the essence of those emotions, to unmatch your instincts with power. Body centers of energy is where you're coming. All of these energies are going to be coming towards the heart because it is the center of who and what you are. Hmm. What? Go ahead. Um, it, love is, an, is a natural state of who and what you are, as well as your mind. Your, your Was that my phone? Nope. 
Okay. As well as your mind and your body. Oh, EK's gone. And it's the it's the green color again, like I said. It is known as the seat of the soul. The heart chakra is. It is powerful and it is vulnerable. Excellent. And I would like to take this exact moment, since we are talking about the heart chakra, to throw out a happy birthday wish to a very, very special friend of mine. This man's been like a brother to me for over 10 years. Corey, happy birthday, brother. Uh, once I'm done with the show, I'll give you a call and uh, we'll connect on a personal level. But the heart chakra just made me think of you. I'm wishing you the happiest of birthdays, man. Wish I could be there to celebrate. Happy birthday. Because I don't know you, but happy birthday. Um, okay, that was sweet. And with that being said, because it was sweet. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. You call him. That would be good. Um, then we have the blue chakra, which is your throat chakra. It's the fifth one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. The the throat. Oh, you're just. I'm been. I'm waiting to just insert myself into your conversation because you're usually just. Going. Well, I realized you're doing it, so I was like, let me shut up and tell him to go. Hey, you, finally, <laughs> you caught a hint. <laughs> I think it's the first time ever. <laughs> the throat chakra is uh, associated with the color blue and located in the throat region. Uh, it's here we go. The binarial beat carrier frequency is 192 hertz with an isochronic tone carrier frequency of 384 hertz with its pulse frequency being 12 hertz. And now all I can think of is this, is the uh, singing bowls. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what's in my head now. After, <laughs> yes, dragon. Okay. Anyway, um, so, okay, back to where I was. Um. And thank you for that. <laughs> the uh, throat chakra. It speaks to us of the fact of I can play in my imagination. I can create my own reality. I know and I can share and be my own truth. Power of communication verbally to all. Um, everything coming from the mouth in the throat is part of that energy and everything that it deals with. So it does deal with the communication, but it's also on a deeper level, it is self-expression and it is critical to your health. You have to be able to speak what is going on in your life. You have to be able to speak emotionally what your needs are and if they're being met or not. You have to learn to have the power of being able to do that. So it is the power of speech and speaking in general, general, and it is on behalf of what your needs are. It is cre creating the ability to communicate verbally your feelings, your ideas, your sorrow, sorrows, your anger, your joy, everything that you are feeling to others as well as to the universe. And that is energy that is actually accurately carried Sonically. <laughs> yes. Okay. You can tell me to go fuck myself. It, it, <laughs> I know. It, yes. mm -hmm. That one was earned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> 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 then you had that was just between us in the past. Anyway. <laughs> no, that's that's what we call a callback here in the <laughs> podcasting slash radio industry. Uh, go back to some of our previous episodes of Other Land Dreams <laughs> where she improperly uses the word sonically and I teach her the science. 
And I'm still going to disagree because I know what Spirit's showing me. I just am not stating it correctly because I don't know how. And I taught you how. No, no. I know what I'm being shown by them. But I don't know how to express it to you in a way that you would understand because I don't have that. I just, I don't, I can't, I can't go there. Oh, okay. We're going to have to have that conversation yeah, again, day. apparently, because I taught you. <laughs> No, but this was a, a, we were. It, I stopped and I just went with what you said because it's on a different level of what I was being shown versus what you were getting. Oh, so you gave me the wink and the gun. Uh-huh. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the sixth one is uh, it's like an indigo blue. It is your third eye, or it is called the brow. The pulse frequency is uh, used as thirteen hertz with a binarial carrier frequency of one hundred and forty-four. And the isochronic carrier frequency is 288, located between the eyes and the forehead. Okay. That's where that frequency should hit you. Mm-hmm. Right there, where the snipers aim. <laughs> it is speaking to you of erasing the negative. Yeah, right where the snipers aim. Thanks, yeah. dear. <laughs> erasing the negative. That's what the snipers are doing. It is speaking to you of honoring your intuition. Accepting your path, healing your body, your mind, and your spirit. It embodies the ability to expand your mental consciousness, connection to wisdom and the universe, the divine itself. Um, Entering a point of initiation and inspiration from the universe, but it's transcendent energy is where it's coming from. It is the, it is the, I connect with spirit is what it is about. It is, and my mouth is not working. That's nothing unusual. (laughs) (laughs) Low hanging fruit, too easy, too easy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Chakras, uh, I've just had to skip what I was trying to say because it's not going to come out. Chakras of your consciousness and your pure awareness. And yeah, because my mouth's just still not working. The master of the control, the master that controls all others within your chakras. It is living in the now about your spiritual nature. Oh, what else do I have here? It is the selflessness. It is the human... I can never say that. Humanitarian. I can never get that word out of my mouth. It doesn't come out. Humanitarianism? Thank you. It never comes out. I'm like, humanitarian. <laughs> humanitarianism. It won't ever come out of my mouth. Are you, that's why I hit it to, to uh, you. Again, low-hanging fruit. <laughs> I know my mouth don't work. <laughs> Shut up. You know, what's impressive is you wrote the word, and it's a long-ass fucking word. But I'm you can't fine with say reading the... it. I can't get it out. Of, I just can't get it out. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. You can't get the human out of your mouth? Okay. <laughs> there hasn't been one, so don't start. <laughs> All right, it is. Uh, anyway, we're 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 what? And oh, that was it. No, this is the. Uh, that's because I shifted to the crown. Well, yeah, that's. I the shifted last to the one. crown, and I hadn't even said that I shifted to the crown. I just went on to saying that I couldn't speak the word. Ah, uh, the crown chakra, located at the top of the head 
is associated with the color violet and deals with knowingness. It's carry frequency for the binarial beat is 216 hertz. The frequency for the isochronic tone is 432 hertz. And they share a pulse of 15 hertz. Hold on, I'm trying to pull up my... I have to go back to the other thing now. Um, but it speaks to you of your healthy life force energy. It is your connection with the divine. It is learning to understand the divine meaning of life. It is about experiencing in this lifetime. It is... Um, the selflessness and connecting again with the divine. Now, that's basically what your chakras are going to be talking to you about in general. So we look at it as, you know, what we could be dealing with. You could, your main chakra of, if you started your root chakra, which is your survival chakra, is going to be dealing with fear. Your, your second one is dealing with pleasure versus guilt. Your third one, which is your solar plexus, is dealing with willpower versus shame. Your fourth one is love versus grief. Your fifth one is truth versus lies. Your sixth one is insight versus illusion. And then it's cosmic energy versus ego attachment. And then when you start to get into the actual bodies and what it does, it starts dealing with, you know, trapped emotions that are in there. Um, feeling like you can't survive. Feeling, you know, because you could have fear centers, which are in the sacral chakra, which are talking, not the sacral, the solar plexus, which is talking about loss of control, you know, not having control over your own life and being able to make decisions within your life or your relationship, which is losing of power, which is also brought you right back to fear and of the first chakra, working it all, all the way up. Mm -hmm. So these energies can shift and go all over, and this is exactly why you get blocked. And I, I tell people all the time, they, just because you're blocked doesn't mean anything. You may end up healing it and getting better, but you're going to turn around and be blocked all over again. Let me throw out the crystals to you real fast, because your crown chakra deals with halite, labyrinth, Amethyst, your brow chakra will deal with lapis, um, solidite, and um, other blue crystals technically. But that will also shift because you have the throat chakra, which is your blue lace agate. It is, um, hold up, where, where, I uh, was at the wrong thing. Your, it is lapis as well it is also sapphire your heart chakra and i'm sorry your solar plexus is citron yellow sapphire moonstone um and sandstone so it is also tiger's eye it is uh jasper your heart chakra is moss agate rose quartz uh adventurine adventure yeah i can I'm not even going to go there. Um, tourmal tourmaline. Did I say right? Uh, that one I'm not familiar with. I'd have to actually see the uh, the spelling. I'm on the heart chakra. Malachite. Tourmaline. Uh, malachite. Garnet. Jade. The throat chakra. Thank you. Blue lace agate. Lapis. Azurite. Sapphire. 
the third eye chakra, solidite, turquoise, opalite, pearl, and blue topaz. All right, and then the last thing I have to give you, because we're getting closer to that time, right? Oh, yeah, you're there right now. All right. Um, I would just leave it at the fact and let you go into uh, what you do with uh, the, the solar energies. But I will tell people also, you may want to stick with the selenite because it helps with opening all energies and clearing them, as well as kyanite. They both can help with cleansing them all. All right, going into our solar weather, uh, prepared jointly by the United States Department of Commerce, NOAA, the Space Weather Prediction Center, updated 28th of, uh, I'm sorry, 2018, December 5th at 030 Universal Time Code. Uh, the 24-hour summary, the solar activity was very low under a spotless solar disk. No new Earth-directed CMEs were observed in available satellite imagery. Forecast, solar activity is expected to continue at low levels on the 5th through the 7th of December. Solar hams itself as of <coughs> December 4th at 1.45 UTC, Universal Time Code. The current coronal hole system failed to generate a geomatic, uh, geomagnetic storm and only produced slightly enhanced activity at higher latitudes. A larger coronal hole, number 54, will come into play this weekend, December 8th and 9th, and should be the source of a high-speed solar wind stream. Another chance for a minor, just a G1, storming possibilities. It should be noted that a weak coronal mass ejection, or CME, observed on November 30th is predicted to pass Earth on December 5th and to continue to uh, continue to further enhancements. The author of the post on Solarham personally doesn't think this one will materialize, but just like all of us, we're human. They have been wrong before. More updates will be available on Solarham as time passes. For more information on your solar activity and space weather, please check solarham.com. Check them out. See what they've got. Learn yourself a little science. Alrighty, guys. Now, also for the astrology this week, uh, the astrology isn't your normal astrology. I mean, I have it, but it's not your normal astrology. We do have... What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's completely coming out differently, and I'm being given it this way from... Um, Spirit, more or less. The astrology is technically, what I wrote down is from the 2nd through the 10th. You do have, I'll give you the regular information. Venus moved on the 2nd um, on Sunday into Scorpio, bringing it closer to Cirrus. And Mercury is in retrograde, and it's also in Scorpio. And it will be going direct Mercury well on Thursday this week, the 6th. Now, almost every day this week, you have something going on. Like I said, Venus just moved. Mercury is in the sign now of Scorpio with Venus, and it will be going direct on the 6th. The new moon in Sagittarius takes place on the 7th, and Chiron will be going direct on the 8th. Now, if you know anything about astrology, you know how much information I just gave you. However, what you don't know is what Spirit's giving me. Now, if you look into the constellations, because this is where I'm being directed, this week is kind of like the dragon is the mediator. And that's not necessarily a positive or a negative. He's the mediator in general for both sides. And if you look at the zodiac, the dragon constellation spans about 250 degrees across the zodiac. It goes from Aries 
all the way to Sagittarius. Now, inside of that energy is the Polaris star, which is also viewed by many right now um, anymore as the North Star. But the Polar Star... Polaris star la, 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 is also in the small bear or the little dipper. The energy that's coming from the Polaris star is similar to Saturn energy. It's Saturn in nature, but it also carries a combination of qualities between the sun and Venus. So you're extra sensitive, you're extra illumination, you're extra ego and core backed up with more questions of rules, walls, and boundaries coming out of that energy alone. And it is also speaking to us of, hold on, where is it on my notes, of Kokub, which is the orange giant within the, um, oh, it is speaking, is the orange giant is also within the uh, dragon constellation, and it is got, energy. It has its own conversation that is going on, but it is also considered to be the gateway, basically. And the orange giant is, it's, it's why it's called giant. And it's carrying the energy of the sun's energy as well with creativity. So these two energies are seriously coming out. And it's, like I said, it's playing the mediator between the energy because the Polaris star is in Gemini, it's 28 degrees in Gemini, and it is squaring Mercury, and it will be squaring Mercury over the next two weeks as Mercury shifts and goes through um, its shadow as it comes out of retrograde. So it's trying to help the communication that is happening as it shifts from retrograde to direct and through the shadow, basically. It is going to be backing up that energy with more rules, walls, boundaries, more... Um, creative energy uh, within that, uh, speaking to your core, speaking to your ego at the same time. And it's going to be making things extra sensitive because Venus is there, but she is able to sweet talk the communication. And that is the good part here. Remember with it coming out of Gemini, it's speaking to you about your thinking, about your communication. It's also speaking to you about being too close to home and your siblings, and your everyday mundane tasks, because it's dealing with the relationships and what they're responsible for as well. So it's like from the moment you leave the house until the moment you get in, basically, and even in the house, depending on the relationships. But it is not harmonious with uh, Juno or with Taurus. Um I mean, Juno, which is in Taurus, or with Cirrus, which is in Scorpio, either. So... This energy with those rules, those walls, those boundaries, with that extra sensitivity and the illumination coming in and showing you where your ego is, basically it's speaking to Cirrus's a little too close to home, a little too karmic and action going on. Remember, I've been telling you guys for a long time now, this energy is going to be going all the way back to approximately 1982, 30-some years ago. You might be having things tapping in that is, you know, coming out of your skeletons of your closet that is basically coming up for review to help you make these changes. This is not a reset that is just a one time around. I'm being told by spirit, don't recycle your soul. This isn't uh, 
let me just start a new cycle or I didn't learn and I'm going to start the cycle again. No, this is a cycle that's going to take the rest of your life, more or less. It's may, you may only notice the parts that are starting right now and it is being said at this moment. But more or less, if you don't start to step forward into who and what you are right now, you will be Plain and simple, you will be re recycling your soul. End of discussion because you have not learned and you are not evolving. You will be in the same place you was, point blank. Now. And that's not how the root chakra works. No, it doesn't. At all. Despite the word root. <laughs> all right. The orange giant, though, like I said, is the gateway. And that is in Leo. It's 13 degrees in Leo. It is getting along splendidly with Jupiter, Sagittarius, the sun. So, oh, you said orange giant, and I was thinking of a big old Kool-Aid man full of orange Kool-Aid. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't even know whatever is going to come out of your head. I'm just, I just <laughs> stare at you I'm like, what? <laughs> But that's that's a given. Giant orange Kool-Aid. Come on. Kool-Aid's delicious. Kool-Aid's delicious. I'm sorry. I haven't had Kool-Aid in forever. I don't have kids. I, well, I do, but. They're grown. Yeah, she's grown. That doesn't mean Kool-Aid's not delicious and it can't be enjoyed. I'm not saying it can't be. I'm just saying I haven't had any in forever. Okay, fine. Tang? Yeah, I have had Tang. Not like that. Just just leave the room. <laughs> We're done. You're not even allowed to talk. Just zip it. Damn, you spotted the trap. <laughs> All right. Or, or, or the orange giant, which is Coco, is getting along with Jupiter, which is bringing magnification in here. Extra illumination all over the board is coming in. So you've got too close to home. Of your own ego and core and, and everything that's coming out of your skeletons or skeletons out of the closet are coming out and really being more in your face. But this is a positive sign. It's giving you, you know, the blessing of seeing what you need to see so you can move forward and change. Because this is from your higher self. This is your higher self speaking with this energy coming out of that dragon constellation of telling you what it is you're not doing right for yourself that's keeping you from going where you want to be. Listen to those messages. There's a reason why, you know, those things are smacking you in the face right now. And they're, they're there to show you exactly what it is. You're not being honest with yourself so that you can move forward with. It's, and those aren't mushroom stamps, y'all. It's, it's an ability to help you move forward because it's also speaking with Chiron. So that's the wounded healer. You have both directions coming in, trying to give you the blessing of being able to get the keys to the gate so that you can go through the door, more or less. Problem is, it's semi-squaring Neptune. So you don't want to recreate. If you recreate from the past, you're not going to go anywhere. There's a reason the past is in the past, point blank. And it's going to be a little uncomfortable, all of that core energy, that power energy, that ego energy that's coming in, as well as the illumination, is going to be fighting your Lilith, which is in Aquarius. Because Lilith is, nobody's going to make me do a damn thing I don't want to do. And Aquarius gives it, you know, the rubble behind it even more of, of that energy. And so you're going to be fighting what you've already known, what you want to do. You have to make these changes, more or less. And they're not going to be comfortable. However, 
this whole week, you do have some challenges going on. You have Jupiter and the Sun is also squaring Neptune and Pisces. So it's the end of that cycle because um, you have Neptune and Pisces and Mars there, which are not getting along with your higher self. Again, this is telling you everything that you need to know. But they are squaring, not squaring, they are sextiling Ceres and Venus, which is trying to help you make those changes within those relationships by learning what is sensitively not making you feel good. All week long, shut up. <laughs> All week long, the moon is in, he's so bad. <laughs> he is. <clears throat> the moon is in Libra and, uh, um, sorry, we're past that. The moon, <laughs> and my mind is somewhere else now. The moon was in Scorpio on Monday through Wednesday. Then it goes into Sagittarius from Thursday and Friday. And then it will go into Capricorn on Saturday Saturday, Sunday, and Monday as we go through the end of the week. So these are the emotions that you'll be feeling over this time. On like Monday through Wednesday, more or less, you should have been a little bit extra sensitive. Point blank. When, school, when, when you become the detective, you become a little over-emotional when the moon is in, is, is in Scorpio. But when we move into Sagittarius, which is Thursday and Friday, then you start to become more adventurous. You're more... I like to call Sagittarius Tomb Raider or Indiana Jones. You're adventurous, but you still want knowledge. You want to learn. So you're, you're ready to go out and experience or take a small trip and just try something new. Come Saturday through Monday, you're starting to get more pulled in again and looking more at the foundation and what needs to be made to make something last and be something that will stick with you for the long period of time. Now, you also have um, Uranus this week, which is also going to be sextiling the moon throughout the week. So it's going to be giving the energy. No, I'm sorry. That's wrong. I wrote it on the wrong thing. How much more time? Well, if it's just the one minute, we might as well let it go. Okay. Because it's more than I got time to talk about. So with that being said, everybody, I hope you have a wonderful week. And like I said, it's about the dragon this week being the mediator for both sides. It's about fire and water. Please have some compassion and compromise. This week is all about compromise. And for those of you who are interested in the tones for the different chakras, please email me at hillhippie at fxbgpr.com and I will send you links to each one, uh, one for each of the chakras. Uh, that is H-I-L-L-H-I-P-P-I-E at fxbgpr.com <laughs> Thank you. Bye everybody. May all your journeys be safe. <laughs> Come now my darling and step back in time with me for a spell. Back to when the were not for sale, and what was sacred had not yet been forgotten before our minds.